Hello, everybody, and welcome to a sort of different kind of episode of Therapy Thoughts with Lindsay. And, you know, we do still have Randy Cash over there. He's just across the city behind a computer screen. Hey, Hey. I'm way (laughs) over there today. Right. It's not just, hey, Randy Cash over there. It's, hey, Randy Cash over there in another city. Um, Yeah. No, we had to come. So this is episode 32. We actually uh, we had to miss last week with everything going on in the world. We just try to adhere to social distancing standards and, you know, listening to the stay at home orders. But we thought, well, maybe there's a way we can still come and do even if it's just a, a little bit of a shorter episode. See if we can get some some helpfulness out there into the world. Try some technological advanced stuff over here, man. I know, right? Hooking up tables and cameras and whatnot. We got all kinds of stuff going on. I'm cracking up because we actually said we were going to meet to record, I think, like an hour ago. It took us that long to figure out all of our stuff. (laughs) Yeah, how are we going to do this? Plug this in. Try that. Yeah. We, we're doing it. We're doing it. It's all good. The, the technological world we live in allows us a whole lot more uh, freedom, I guess, to actually still connect, even if we can't physically be in the same space. So Can you imagine like even five years ago, like right around the time we were stopped doing radio, that we would have all this crap set up and we'd be like doing a podcast cool? from our homes in our jammies. <laughs> right. <laughs> I um I had to take some selfies to document our hilariousness. Um actually, so today is April 2nd. Guess what today is? The second day of April? Oh my goodness. I missed yes, April it is Fools the second completely. day of April. I What'd missed April Fools completely. What well, was just April? Is it? No. No, I paid my No, it's still March. Oh, dude, I got everything with it. I'm sorry, Lens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry you scared me. I was like, oh my shit, I didn't pay the bill. I know I paid it. It's only the 28th. I just paid it. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. I got scared. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't want to ever be late paying my credit card bills, man. And I'm like, I'm cracking up. It scared me. I was like, oh no, I paid it late. I'm sorry. I had a a mild panic attack. I'm sorry. I just gave Randy (laughs) a panic attack in the recording. You're welcome. We're keeping it real. Part of me almost feels like we should leave this in there because that was funny. Um, Okay. Okay. So the magic of technology. Yes, technically we are recording this on March 28th. However, the episode will go live on April the 2nd. So um, let's go back to that. Guess what today is, Randy Cash? Uh, What is today? Today is exactly six years since you walked into my radio show and appointed yourself as my co-host and producer. Oh, that's right. Yay. In stereo. Happy friendiversary, would you say? Yeah, absolutely. We did the same thing at the same time. And I said, in stereo. Because we both went, yay, at the same time. (laughs) Right. Yeah, no, it's just, it's one of those funny dates. You know, I will always remember because it's the day after... um, April Fool's, right? And it's mm-hmm. also like the very beginning of me trying to do my own radio thing, which was sort of a milestone in and of itself, yeah. but discovered pretty quickly that I do so much better when I have somebody to talk to. Like, yeah, yeah. I can just go live and talk, but I feel like I do better when I've got like, you know, this back and forth, the ability right. to kind of like connect and, you know, interact with you. So I really am grateful Likewise. for all of the media stuff we've done in these last six years. It's kind of hard to believe it's been six years. I know, right? It does feel like it was just yesterday mm-hmm. in some regards, but then it's also like, we did a lot of stuff, man. There, There's a lot yeah. of stuff that's happened in six years. Doing stuff now. I'm even sitting on a different part of the 
of my home studio and a different microphone and everything. <laughs> everything has changed. No, yeah. no, it really is. It's been a it's been a fun journey. And when I realized that we were going to try and record, I was like, oh, that's awesome because it'll go live like on our like I'm going to call it our media anniversary. Right. Because essentially yeah. like it all it all happened at the same time, you know, yeah, and it was one absolutely. of those really cool moments where we just kind of were like, hey, you're like my person. I get you. That's kind of awesome. Hey, yeah. you know, it's been fun. What else is yeah. going on in your life? Anything? Oh, you know, all kinds of stuff. I am officially engaged. Yay, that's what I was I leading know. up to. That's what you were leading up to? Yeah. yeah, I um th- that's another thing that on some level I I can hardly believe that it has been 4 years since I started dating my significant other and um yeah, our our 4 year anniversary was last Wednesday, I guess uh-huh. it was. And um, I felt really bad for her because she apparently had all of these plans of what she wanted to do. And, you know, it was really sweet. Like, I appreciated the the, the thoughtfulness right. and all of that. But then it's like the whole world started shutting down. <laughs> so <laughs> her plan started, like, shifting. And then it shifted again. And so her joke when she asked me was that, so this was like plan L. She's like, forget plans A and B. I had to go all the way to plan L to get this all figured out. But no, it was it was a really sweet thing, which is also kind of funny because when we had first started talking about like, you know, OK, yeah, we might do this whole like marriage thing. We had kind of jokingly said, well, when would uh-huh. we even do it? And she had thrown a date out there that's like in the middle. OK, why is my computer going off? How about in the middle of a quarantine? Was right? she like, since we're stuck here together in this house through the quarantine, how would you like to be stuck with me forever? <laughs> Kinda, but no. Um, so what's funny though is that so she had like we had come up with the date that's like way in the middle of next summer in 2021. And um at the time when we first started talking about it, I was like, that seems so far away. Well, now like everything's shut down, you can't even call to make plans anywhere, and then nobody's gonna have any money to do anything. So we're like, you know, maybe it's good to just wait and have like a long engagement and plan things and do it the way we want. So absolutely. Well, some happiness, a bright spot in all this crazy stuff. Yes, it was definitely a nice, um, you know, just sort of reset or like a nice um, distraction of sorts to just be like, okay, you know, we can still focus on life as normal. And you know, planning things that make us happy and whatnot. So definitely very grateful for that. But anyways, now the joke, right, is that um, a long time ago when we first started seeing each other, you had told me, you're like, okay, now tell her she's got to be good to you because I really don't want to have to like, you know, go defend your honor and lose really badly because I feel like I would lose really badly. And so that was so funny. I think when I called you the other night to tell you, I'm not sure. Oh, God. My microphone just fell. Oh, nice okay, save, we are though. keeping it real. Um, that was a good when save. I called, <laughs> when I called to tell you, um, that's what she said in the background. She goes, tell him he doesn't have to worry about beating me up now mm. or trying to. Right. <laughs> or getting shot. Or getting shot. Any of those things. So anyways, but yeah, so nice bright spot in, in the world, I feel like, um, which is, is nice because I feel like one of the things that I wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about, um, you know, I try to go with, you know, answering questions or, you know, talking about topics that are sort of related to what we're going on, what is going on in the world around us. And 
I have been really inundated with people sending messages or asking questions on various things that I post online about why do I feel like I'm walking around with this feeling of like dread or this like uneasiness in the pit of my stomach. And it's like, I don't, nothing is 100% wrong, but at the same time, it doesn't feel right. And it just feels very um, backwards. And so I, I thought maybe we could spend a little bit of time talking about what that feeling is, giving some words to sort of describe it. Um, and then I can also let people know about a, um, a weekly live Zoom interactive meeting that I'm going to be doing where people can, you know, log on and ask questions one-on-one and kind of get some more support if they feel like they need it. Um, so what's what we're really feeling is what's known as anticipatory grief. It's this idea that we know there's a lot of bad, potentially things going on around us. It might be people that we know. It might be people of people that we know. It might just be the fact that we don't know enough detail yet about what's going to unfold and how things are going to transpire. So we get this like anticipatory feeling of dread and worry and concern and it kind of feels like anxiety for some people and just this overwhelming sense that things are not as we want them to be or as we quote unquote mm-hmm. think they should be. Um, and so that's this whole feeling of anticipatory grief. It also, when we think about it through a grief lens, I mean, let's think about the five stages of grief, right? So we've got the, the denial phase. We've got the bargaining phase. We've got the anger phase. We've got the depression and the sadness phase, and then we've got kind of the acceptance phase. Now, these don't happen linearly. They sort of happen kind right. of all conglomerated together, right? And I'm not sure if I'm using that word right, but you know what I mean? Yeah, they happen when they um, happen. Right. And so it, it also helps to explain why we have so many people from different walks of life that are processing and handling what's going on in such different ways. It is not hard. I know you don't spend a lot of time on social media, but it is really not difficult to log on to a social media platform right now and see people engaging in a lot of discord and arguing and disagreeing and you know, a lot of like what I call right fighting, where yeah. you just want to be right. You don't really listen or exactly. care what someone else is thinking. You're just sort of in, engaged in a, in a, you know, a back and forth dialogue where you want to, you know, tell someone why they're wrong and why you're right. And it actually makes a lot of sense if you put it through the grief filter, because there are going to be a lot of us that are, that are still at the, the denial phase that are, you know, maybe not sure how exactly we are going to shift from what has been our perceived level of normal into what this new normal is going to look like. And that denial can come in all sorts of ways. It can come in people saying, you know, I I refuse to look at the info. I don't want to accept it. I don't want to believe it. I just want to push it away and sort of act like it's not there. And then that often leads into a feeling of like wanting to bargain, you know, like, okay, Mm -hmm. well, I'll stay home for a week. But okay, I swear my notifications keep going off. Do you hear it blinging? A little bit, yeah. That's all right. Yeah, like that right there. Yes, and I don't know how to turn that off. It's okay. We're keeping it real. We're doing. You just got to turn off being so important and popular. I guess. 
Anyways, so the bargaining phase is where people might say, okay, I will, you know, I I won't go to work and, you know, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to, you know, still go to the store or I'm going to, you know, still try to do some things that make me feel like I'm quote unquote normal or living my normal life. But then at the same time, um, you know, struggling to kind of figure out what that, you know, where we're going to land, where we're going to settle. It's also not uncommon for feelings of anger to show up where people are feeling very at odds with the world or with other people in the world, not agreeing on topics mm-hmm. or just feeling angry at the situation. That also makes a lot of sense why we would feel that way. Because we're, you know, when we think about it, change is hard. It's yeah. really friggin' hard. Forced change mm-hmm. is damn near impossible. Right. Or it right. feels like it's damn near impossible. It doesn't mean it is impossible. It just means it feels very impossible. And so I think that's another reason that sometimes that anger can bubble up. We do have to remember, though, that anger is what's considered a secondary emotion. It doesn't mean that it's an invalid feeling or an invalid um, you know, point of view, but It does mean that it's probably masking some deeper feelings that it's important to get in touch with. I'm never going to be an advocate for people to not feel their feelings. I want them to learn how to feel and process. But it's important when we're feeling very intense bouts of anger to try and dig to a deeper level and get in touch with what is that, you know, coming from? What's that masking? What's it related to? What's going on there? Right? Yeah. Okay. So then we look at the the depression or the sadness phase, and this is where you know the world seems to be slowing down, or you know you've been used to having a a daily agenda. You get up, you go to work, mm-hmm. you do your thing, you you get your kids. You know you've got like a like a schedule that you follow. And so when we have a lot of open endedness, it can be very difficult for people to sort of wrap their head around this this lack of normalcy or this lack of steadiness, this lack of balance. And if we give into that too much, then that might be where we find ourselves staying in bed all day because the idea of getting up and dealing with the world feels overwhelming. Or, you know, we, we find ourselves walking around, um, you know, consuming so much media, be it social media, be it, you know, television mm-hmm. media, whatever you want to call it, where you're you're inundating yourself with so much negative input yes. that it starts to feel, you know, overwhelming. And, and yeah, and it's almost like negative input, negative output. It just becomes an overwhelming cycle. Yeah, absolutely. So if you are somebody that is struggling with the depressive feelings of things, then it is going to be important for you to start going back to those self-care mechanisms. How can you balance yourself? How can you get some distance from the intensity? How can you allow yourself to reset and to know that whatever you're feeling is valid and it makes sense, but that you aren't alone in this? I think the social distancing for a lot of people is a difficulty that can also lead to feelings of sadness and depression because it, you start to feel like you really are alone right. and nobody likes to feel that way. No, not know? at all. Yeah. You, okay. I, so then go ahead. Well, I was going to say a lot of times anger, I'll speak for me, mostly comes from fear. And I think people mm-hmm. know how to process anger, but they don't necessarily know how to experience and process the other feelings as well as they do anger. I think anger would sure. be more of a common it's mm-hmm. you know it, but also like you said i think it's also very uh misrepresented so to speak yeah 
It is. Or, or, you know, sometimes we don't know how to process it because it doesn't feel comfortable. Right. And, you know, what we do know about ourselves as people is that we do like to seek things that make us feel safe and secure and comfortable. And right now there's a lot of discomfort because we just, like I said, there's a lot of unknowns, you know, um, when we do process through all of these stages, there, there is a piece of it. And I've definitely seen people at all of these stages, right. Where we get to more of an acceptance, a sort of feeling like, okay, things are different. It's a new normal. Don't know what that's going to look like yet, but I'm having to, you know, accept it for what it is, allowing myself to process through to the place of saying, I can't go backwards. We, you know, whatever felt normal to us two weeks ago um, may not be what normal is going to feel like right now or tomorrow or the next day, but we're accepting it as, as it comes, so to speak. Um, There's even a, what's been called like the sixth stage of grief, which is where we start to find like meaning and purpose in the midst of chaos. And I think that's what a lot of people are also trying to figure out for themselves. I know for me, I'm a helper. I like to fix things. I like to help people. I like to, you know, be a resource. And so I think that's even more of the reason that, okay, is this exactly the way that we want to record our podcast? Does it Mm -hmm. make it completely easy for us to do? No, it doesn't. But at the same time, I still want to be able to put info out there to help people sort of continue trying to live their best life, especially in the midst of whatever craziness might be going on in the world. Um, Meaning and purpose looks different for every person, though. I've seen a lot of people that have started to reflect back and say, you know, I really am finding myself staying grounded in what I'm grateful for. Or, you know, uh, a neighbor down the street, we had like a social distancing conglomeration in the street the other night. It was really funny. Like literally all of these different couples are standing like six to eight feet apart in the middle (laughs) of the street. Right. It was just one of those moments where you like take note of, wow, this is definitely a shift of how we interact, you know? Um, But this one guy just said, he was like, you know, I've got teenage kids. They're not home all the time. And I was thinking the other day about how, you know, this might be like a really important time to just sort of absorb and enjoy this togetherness because I'm not sure I'm going to have this opportunity, you know, when things get back to a a more balanced level of functioning in the society we live in. And I think that's a great example of trying to kind of like lemon, uh, get lemons, make lemonade kind of idea, you know, how can you enjoy whatever it is that you're going through. Um, so I, I think these are these stages are really important to recognize. And sometimes if we have words to put around what we're feeling, it allows us to feel less overwhelmed and to at least recognize like, okay, God, I've got that pit in my stomach feeling again. Is anything actually wrong? No, not really. Okay, no. let me process through. What am I feeling? What am I noticing? Am I allowing myself to feel it and then move past it or through it? Or am I or, or am I like fusing with it and staying stuck? Right. So this is right. that that sort of balance that we're trying to figure out. Yeah, when you feel that way, it's kind of like your body's internal alarm system saying, Hey dude, something's mm-hmm. just not quite right here. You know, not be sad yep. or injured, but it's something's not quite the same. Mm-hmm. Something's different. Yeah. And I'll tell you, dude, what you said a minute ago about the when you were talking with your neighbors. <laughs> from across the street Family yeah time. uh that's good you got to find the silver linings there and all the positivity and the you know the good side as much as you can and stuff like this because me personally the last thing i need to be doing is be alone 
inside my own mind for long right. periods of time and just think and then just be on yeah. social media on top of it. Oh, that's just craziness. That's crazy talk, Lens. It's a what? What'd you say? Crazy talk. It's crazy talk. (laughs) Yeah, I I think that it it can be very, you know, detrimental to to our psyche to just consume and consume and consume all of this negativity. It doesn't mean that we don't want to be informed. I think having some informedness is a good thing. Um, But we have to, again, find that balance. Um, I've been trying to give people some insight into a couple of different mindfulness-based strategies that they can use. Um, My favorite one is allowing yourself to engage your five senses in a grounding activity that allows you to stay focused and present on what is right there in front of you. So, okay, let me think. I'm, I'm going to get, I always leave one off. Okay. So we've got touch, smell, sight, taste here, right? I think those are the five senses. Yes, those are the yeah. five senses. Okay. So essentially what you do is you allow yourself to process through the five senses and ground yourself with something in the moment. So you would go, okay, what's one thing I can see right now? And then you focus on that thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's one thing I can feel? And so it works really well if you've got like a soft blanket or an animal or something that you can touch or pet or, or ground yourself with. Um So we've got like, you know, see and feel, we've got taste, you know, maybe you eat a bite of something or you take a drink of something or, you know, you, you give yourself permission to sort of connect to that. What's something I can smell? This could be anything from, oh, I like this essential oil or I'm going to burn a candle or I'm going to, you know, bake some bread and it's going to smell really good in my house. And you're giving yourself permission to focus on just Mm -hmm. being grateful for that thing. And then, okay, let's see, I left one out. See, I always do this. Okay. Oh, here. What's something I can hear? And one of the best ways to engage your sense of hearing and to really sort of get yourself out of a negative spiral or a negative loop is to listen to a song or to put on some music that you enjoy listening to. Or a podcast. You what now? Or a podcast. Or a podcast, exactly. (laughs) Something you enjoy listening to. But that activity right there could really take no more than about maybe, what, two to five minutes at the most. Now, yes, if you're going to go bake some bread, that's going to take a little longer. But the idea that you want to give yourself a way to ground yourself in the moment of what is right there in front of you that you have, you know, some connection to. It's a way to help you not feel quite so, um, you know, overwhelmed by the what ifs and the what could be's and the what might be's and the what should be's. Mm -hmm. We want to try and ground ourselves in the what is. What can I tangibly and, you know, actually connect to in my life in that moment? Um, This activity seems to be helping a lot of my clients. I've had a number of people that um, have just found themselves in that that place of overwhelm. And so finding Mm -hmm. a a mindfulness grounding activity can be just so helpful. So helpful. And this was just relatively immediate. You know, I mean, it just Mm -hmm. went from, you know, like, hey, dude, you got a couple of days. I mean, you're not confined to your house forcibly, but you're pretty much going to all be staying home. And right. That that also has its its psychological effects on you. As I always say, man, you need a hobby in life. And now is one of those times, man, that yeah. a hobby is priceless. And like right, I have really this, is. like we're like, all right, dude, how are we going to do our stuff? And how are we going to make podcasts? And I'm trying to learn mm-hmm. video stuff. And it's all new and exciting for me now. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm still working quite a bit, but I do have 
a hobby, some things to take my mind yeah. off of it. You know, I, mean, I have mm-hmm. a lot of them and I, I get that, but yeah, you know, the one thing I wanted to get that I could not find when I went to the what? store were puzzles, man. I used to love doing puzzles. I'm like, dude, I'm going to start doing puzzles. Like I used to do it with my mom and yeah, like toilet paper, dude. I don't know. I got enough toilet <laughs> paper, all... <laughs> but I got no puzzles. See, but that is that is a good idea, you know, having a, a creative outlet, something to keep your mind Some engaged, fun. something that's fun. You have a sense of accomplishment when you get done with it. I know a lot of people have taken up, you know, like painting or knitting yeah. or, you know, some sort of jewelry making or, you know, maybe they, uh, you know, want to do a project around their house. I know a few friends of mine are trying to learn a different language. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's really about how can you engage those parts of your brain that really don't want to be idle? You know, I know we like downtime and we need downtime as people. We do but too much downtime. And then we get that idle feeling where it's like, we're just sort of stuck in place. And so my my message is just to try and help you reset that you're never as stuck as you think you are. Even if you've been told stay at home and don't leave the house, no matter where you're listening to this from, because I know some people have a little bit more stricter uh, guidelines of what they can and can't do um, than we do here in St. Louis. But you know, what, wherever you're, you're hearing this, you're not stuck, but you may have to reset. You may have mm-hmm. to reset a lot of times throughout your day. You may have to pause a hundred times to take a deep breath. If that's what it takes to allow you to ground yourself and to sort of take back that control over your mindset, that's really what we're talking about, you know, and, and trying to figure out how to process through that. Um, yeah. I don't know that we have a lot of answers right now as to when some of these things are going to return to some level. I, I hate to use the word normal because we all have our own version of normal, but we're not necessarily going to wake up tomorrow and it's all, you know, just right. fabulous. Like that's not where we are right now. Um, but that doesn't mean that we can't find the good in the midst of the chaos. Yeah. Even the part of being physically active, man, now you're kind of confined and even. Even if you, you're just walking, you know, up and down the hallway at work and to your car a few times, that adds mm-hmm. up when you're sitting around for weeks at a time. Yes. Doing nothing. Just really. changing your scenery. Like if you've been sitting on your couch all day long and you have not moved from that spot, yeah, take a walk. get up and go to the other room, splash some cold water on your face. Just walk out in your backyard, open a window there. You know, if you can't literally leave and go in your backyard, open a window. Give yourself permission to change your scenery. Just doing that, even if it's just from one room of your house to another, will allow your brain to get a little bit of reset, you know. But if all you're doing is like consuming, like I said, all of that, like all of the media and the negative inputs mm-hmm. and you're sort of allowing yourself to go to worst worst case scenario of catastrophizing, you're going to start to feel very overwhelmed. And maybe not everyone that's listening is going to agree. Some people might go, nope, I can consume all of that and it doesn't affect me. Okay, that's fabulous. I am not telling you that we are all the same. What I am telling you is that we're not as stuck as we think we are. And there are a lot of options and choices of how we can move through this process, right? Yeah. But, you know, it's going to take a little bit of adjustment and we are in this together. That's the other thing is that it's not like it's just affecting, you know, one small segment of our population. It's like that it doesn't matter what walk of life you're coming from. We're all in this together. And so the more that we can rely on one another and remember that and the fact that we have technological options of reaching out to a friend and saying, 
hey, just thinking about you. I, you know, we've all been so busy lately, but we've got a lot of downtime. Wanted to say hi or reaching out and checking on friends that, you know, maybe do live alone or don't mm-hmm. have someone there that they can rely on. Just making sure they're doing OK. Um I think we all want to put that energy out there because we would want people to, you know, check on us if we yeah. needed it. And so I think it's about trying to just almost like just be a good person, you mm-hmm. know, in the midst of the crazy. And that that's sometimes easier said than done. And unfortunately, chaos can bring out some of our maybe less desirable qualities. Yeah. And so that's also important to remember that the way we are showing up is a reflection of our stuff and the things that we're struggling with and going through. And we, we're going to have to have a lot of compassion, not just with ourselves, but with each other. And having that whole empathy thing that I talk about all the time of how can you put yourself in someone else's shoes to imagine what it might be like to go through this whole process from their perspective? Because mm-hmm. we're not all seeing it through the same set of lenses. And that's going to be important to remember. So, Mm. yeah, it's a lot of things. It really is. I, um... I'm actually going to be tonight, seven o'clock on Thursdays, at least for the foreseeable future. I'm going to be doing a, a live. Zoom kind of Q&A, right? So mm-hmm. I do a lot of Facebook lives. I'm trying to, you know, do as much, um, you know, just giving people some little tidbits of help as we go. But it's harder to be very interactive through like a Facebook live. Right. So I decided to sort of off- offer this option where you can join me in my Zoom meeting room. For I'm going to say I'll, I'll open it up for as long as people want to ask questions, but I'm thinking right now it's going to be like probably like a 30 minute kind of check in mm-hmm. where people can either submit questions beforehand or they can join me live in the meeting room and actually interact with me um, in a way that we can that I'm hoping to be able to put some value out there so that people feel like they can get answers to their questions or maybe some just best practices to live by. So almost think of it as like a live podcast that the audience is a part of, (laughs) I guess, if that makes sense. So that'll be actually starting tonight. I'll have the first one going live. Um, There's a link to it in Monday, this past Monday's blog, as well as in the actual description of this podcast episode. And I will continue to post, you know, how you can join that on all of my social media platforms. So I really do hope people will take me up on this offer. It's kind of a way to get some almost like free therapy, you know, and get answers to your questions, you know, that you might be dealing with. I would think it would always be good to reach out to someone and say, Hey man, I'm feeling this way. Is that normal? Cause it's kind of weird me out. And to hear somebody say, yeah, you know, extreme mm-hmm. circumstances sometimes these things yeah. happen but it's completely normal you're not losing your mind sometimes right. you just need to hear that you know absolutely and then just to be able to sort of connect with you know people in real time it, mm-hmm. it, it does allow you know i'm seeing a lot of people do like you know happy hour over zoom or you know a lunch meeting over zoom and so i'm like well why can't we do like just a live roundtable discussion over zoom because mm-hmm. that's essentially what this platform can help us with so i'm excited I'm, I'm even if i just have one person that shows up to this you know event that that would make me feel like i'm putting some value out there and i'm okay with that mm-hmm. um So, yeah, so there's that. And then I've also um, I've had a number of people reach out and say, well, what if I, you know, want to work with you one on one? Are you still seeing clients? Well, I have 
moved everything to an online platform uh, where we would meet through like a video chat, right? Um, and I have actually discounted all of my one-on-one services 50% off. And nice. so if you go to my website, lindsaywalden.com, under the Work With Me page, you can go in um, and, and you can save 50% off of any of my one-on-one services uh, during this time period. And if you aren't really sure how to do that, just, you know, click on the contact me option, send me an email. I'll get in touch with you. We'll set up what you, what you are needing. Cause I really do want to be able to offer my services in whatever way I can. And if you feel like you're needing a little bit more one-on-one support, I want to be there for you. This is the future. I'm telling you, I know, man, this right? is the way to do it. This would be, this would be the best way to do therapy for me. You know, just in my jammies. Or I was just, just thinking, you know, when I was having troubles when I was going to therapy, how great it might have been to just been maybe walking through the park with my he- earbuds in and talking yep. to my therapist as I'm just kind of out in nature in a very calm, uh, open-minded kind of like place, you know, and mm-hmm. where I would probably be more receptive to mm-hmm. things. And my, I get that. Yeah. That's yeah. something to think about. Absolutely. I think, you know, this is in some ways, this is probably the future of what a lot of helping professions are going to look like. And so maybe this is allowing us to really test those waters to see exactly, you know, how how we all that are in these kind of fields can best help our clients. And, you know, that's really my whole thing. I just I want to be of service. I want to help as much as I can. And because I do feel my own version of helplessness and not being able to fix this situation. Mm-hmm. I'm doing what I can to try and support the people that that need it, you know, that yeah. need it the most and that are looking for some some assistance. So I guess your comedy stuff has probably slowed way down during this. Oh, huh? yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were doing an online open mic and it's like mm, I had an opportunity to work, so I took it. Yeah, I get that. I I think any any performance stuff right now, I have a number of friends that, you know, they they do a lot of public speaking mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, comedy stuff, <laughs> um, you know, just that whole thing. Yeah. So, okay. If, people wanna, if they do want to follow along with you, though, um, for when you are going to have additional things available, how can they do that? At our cash comedy on the Instagrams. Okay. I might awesome. actually try to create a little content, but I'm, I'm, still kind of working a bit so i'm trying to milk that and any extra that i can pick up i am picking up so good for you i'm gonna try i'm gonna try to put out some funnies this week though right okay good i'm cracking up a little bit because you're telling me that we're like over time i know Uh, i had well we didn't meet last week and i feel like the whole world has shifted so i I just had to talk about some stuff if i wanted to go i'd have been like giving you the order to go to go sign No, this is fun. I do really appreciate you doing this online kind You're of recording. Welcome, man. This is good. Dude, so, I'm if you guys in my jammies. are do what in your I'm jammies? I'm still in my jammies. You're hilarious. I'm telling um, the truth. If anybody out there listening is looking to consume any of these services, if you want to listen to podcast episodes, read the blogs that I'm putting out there, if you want to find the links to join that live Zoom Q&A, um, if you do want to work with me one-on-one, you can literally find all of these things at lindsaywalden.com. All of the details are there. 
I am doing um, a multitude of things on social media right now. You can follow me at Lindsay Walden Consulting or at Lindsay Walden Therapy on Facebook. I'm putting out a lot of live videos and some, you know, mindfulness strategies and just doing some Q&A that way. And then you can always find me on Instagram at this is Lindsay Walden and on Pinterest, it's Therapy Thoughts. So I really do appreciate everybody tuning in to listen this week. I know this is a little bit of a a learning process for all of us. And I really do believe that we're going to get through this and we're going to be stronger together. So please make it a great week and we will be back soon with more.